It's car con carne. White, the white is there. It's Carcon Carne. Still in quarantine. It's quarantine con carne. I'm James Van Osdell. And Carcon Carne, sponsored tonight by C and H Financial Services. I say that like it's something new every night. Once again, Carcon Carne, sponsored by our friends at C and H Financial Services. As business owners are adjusting to the new normal brought on by the coronavirus hiss, C and H Financial Services is here to help. They offer a variety of products, ranging from traditional merchant accounts to a zero-cost payment processing solution, which eliminates the expense associated with accepting Visa, MasterCard, Discover, and American Express as a form of payment. CNH Financial Services ETAB solution is easy to set up for your business for online ordering and curbside pickup. CNH also offers cost-effective commercial lending programs to help get your business the money it needs to make it through these unprecedented times. To learn more, and you should, go call 855-600-2437 or head on over to chfs.us. A quick programming note. Tomorrow on this show, Chris France, drummer from Talking Heads and Tom Tom Club, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, now an author. He's written his autobiography. If you're a fan of anything that's spilled out of that New York scene in the 70s, Blondie, the Ramones, television, this is a hell of a book to read. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Talking Heads history, Tom Tom Club history. That is tomorrow. Meanwhile, in the here and now, I'm joined by Eric Oren. Eric is the events host and content creator for Empirical Brewery on Foster Avenue, right there, Foster and Ravenswood uh, on the north side of Chicago, right off the uh, Metro tracks. You can't miss it. It's a must visit, must drink at place on the north side. Thank you for joining me, Eric. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you having us. So I, before we talk about the beer, let's get this out of the way. You're part yeah. of the collective known as Handsome Naked. That's I how sure I first am. came to know you. I sure am. Yes. I, uh, we, we met each other on uh, the WGN radio uh, with my other two friends from Handsome Naked uh, a couple of years back when we were releasing an, an album. Since then, we have continued on doing what we do. And we were actually able to uh, grace the stage on NBC with uh, Keenan Thompson and Chris Red, which was just a dream come true and also we were able to drop an album which hit uh the billboard comedy charts which again was just <laughs> mind-blowing couldn't believe it uh and and again in large thanks to you for even for giving us our first ever radio interview was that your first it was our first ever Stop radio that. interview yes and it remains one of our very few ever radio interviews. If you can I didn't realize that. that. Yeah. Now, I, I'm trying to remember because I never worked a consistent shift. I just basically I was always like the last minute replacement guy. Yeah. I'm assuming it was like two o'clock in the morning when we were. You know, it was it was something better than that. It was I think it was an odd, odd day of the week, but it was like eight or nine p.m. It was something. Okay. it was something like I believe Lily Allison was also there. Oh, yeah. From the Annoyance. It was around the same time. Also a very funny person. Annoyance open mic. Very funny yeah. person. Wonderful person. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was amazing. It was we were so excited about it and still to this day, look at it as a very fond memory. So, again, thank you for having us. Well, I love that we can come back together and I love that we can come back together during these dystopian, uh, terrifying times, but we can come back to talk about beer. Absolutely. Yeah. So the, the thing that makes everybody happy. Uh, we all need a little lubricant, right? We now. sure do. We if sure you do. know what I'm saying, yeah. you know what I'm saying, Eric. Yeah, of course. Uh, so empirical, this place opened up, opened up 2011, 2013, 
2013. Okay. Mm -hmm. yep. Here's the thing. I, I have been a gift to Chicago's spirit and craft beer community. I used to live in that area. I used to live yes. over by um, Polina and Lawrence. Uh -huh. I, mo yeah, I moved absolutely. out. Suddenly, Empirical's there. Koval, like it, it became I, malt You're road. welcome. Yeah. 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 I had to leave in order for this industry to thrive. You know what? The industry thanks you. Uh, we'll write you a letter. We'll send you a case of beer at the end of the month. Perfect. <laughs> my, my sacrifice was not in vain. Yeah. No, it wasn't. And, you know, Empirical had a, we had a brew pub in 2014 in Rogers Park uh, that, that worked out great. But I think it was a little before the time that the brewery could sustain that amount of physical space. Uh, and so we decided to close our doors, uh, concentrate everything on our local tap room. And now the tap room is doing better than ever. We have a host of new COVID compliant uh, safety regulation uh, uh, protocols, as well as a new patio, which has been right there on Ravenswood. Yeah, despite the despite the unfortunate uh, events, we now have outdoor seating, which has been amazing, and people sure. have been really enjoying it. The neighborhood's been loving it, and like you said, the neighborhood is full of breweries. We let, we're right at the end of what they call Malt Row, uh, at the end of the Ravenswood corridor of breweries. It starts on Irving Park with Beguile. You go all the way up Spiteful, and I mean, you have so many great breweries ending with us at the sort of end of the row across the street from Koval Distillery. It's an incredible local drinking experience to just mosey up the street in Northwest Chicago and hit five incredible breweries. We love where we are and we also love the community we're in, which is kind of why we started uh, the new style approach to, to brewing, which is what we uh, started our community lager, which is sitting right next to me here in my little display. I, I love the display. And I love that your Zoom game is strong. You've got the yeti microphone it looks like a prop it looks like a toy yeah that's yeah. legit you have a legit microphone like you, you're sure taking do. this taking this seriously you're playing playing for real i'm trying you know look all of us have had to convert look you've got a full setup you're you're a radio man a long time radio man uh but look we the rest of us have had to make adjustments so that the <laughs> we can exist in this digital world and you know here, here's my uh my target uh, or amazon purchased yeah. solution right here sitting right in front of us are, are you like me i just i I'm just ordering stuff because it, it's one of the few things I have to live for right now is just getting yeah. something delivered to my front door. I yeah. I've ordered so many t-shirts, yeah. vinyl records, subscription boxes, t-shirts. <laughs> I mean, blue apron, uh, you know, uh, whatever you name it, anything that someone's going to deliver something to me, I'm on board. I yeah. I'm signing up for all the uh, postal service notifications. So I know once my thing is shipped, <laughs> Once it's in transit, I, yeah. I'm tracking my Amazon things as they're on the move. Th these are the cheap thrills I'm living for. As I'm, you're getting a tweet, uh, uh, an email, a text, a call, uh, just just to let you know about one phase of your of your packaging uh, at destination. And yes, that's all correct. My e-commerce game is very strong <laughs> during this pandemic. Yes. All right, so we're we're talking about the beer. I, I do want to talk a little bit about the aesthetic or vibe or yeah ethos i don't one of those words makes sense absolutely uh, for empirical but first mm -hmm. let's talk about this beer because you talked about that it yes. is for the community one of the reasons why we're talking tonight is because of this initiative the new style community logger i'll let you explain yeah so uh in general we'll talk more about empirical but one of the things that's really important to us is the community that we are in which is what you just spoke about where you used to live where we are 
nestled right there at the end of Ravenswood in Edgewater, Andersonville, uh, however you want to define it. We have always made it a very important uh, to support our community. And in all of the times that have, you know, history has a lot to record right now. The history books are recording a lot. And our CEO, uh, Bill, Bill Hurley, who wanted to be with us tonight, but has a family and had things come up. Uh, he, he wrote a nice message uh, in an email to all of us in the company. Uh, and we said, you know what, Bill, we, <laughs> I'm the, I, I manage the social media for Empirical. I said, you know what, we need to, we need to tell everyone what you just told us. Uh, and, and, and ultimately it boiled down to, it's time to pull together. It's time to, even though things are weird, uh, it's time to reinvest in our communities. And that was where this came from. So New Style is a, uh, uh, an, an, it's going to be an annual release. Uh, this year we're partnering with Brave Space Alliance in my block, my, my city to, for, so every dollar uh, that we raise from the sale of New Style and they're $12, a six pack to go only at uh, the Empirical Tap Room, will go directly to those two organizations. We're going to split it down the middle and send it to them. So we're going to take none of the profits awesome. uh, and we're just trying to bolster uh, what we're calling a new style. Uh, and and it, in conjunction with that, we're running a food uh, food drive with Lakeview Pantry at the tap room. And we're offering 10% off growler fills for any valid donation with that. All of that just to say, yes, times are tough, but we uh, are hoping that everyone can use that as an excuse to do something positive rather than shut down. And so I love it. Here we are. And we're really thankful that you let us have a place to come and talk about it. Yeah. In general, empirical is a place that's very accepting and, and we're trying to make, uh, make sort of our uh, energy emanate into the community. And this is one way of doing that for sure. Uh, what's the APV on the, on the, uh... this guy is sitting at 4.2%. So it's very crushable. It's like a ballpark lager. It's light. It's crispy. Uh, it's a variation on one of our uh, flagship production beers, which is the Lumen Lager, uh, which is an American uh, cold filtered style lager, which is very popular for us year round. We made a, a couple of changes. It's a gateway. It's a gateway beer. Gateway beer. You got it. If you're having a party, this will satisfy all manner of beer palates. Uh, so we went with a, cr a crowd pleaser for this one, but people have been loving it so far. And once they're gone, they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. Uh, we are going to be continuing to partner with both of those uh, charitable causes going forward. We might do another batch. Uh, but yes, this beer will always be going directly to those two charitable causes. Uh, and we want to just demonstrate positive community uh, value and, and reinvesting in the plate, you know, the four corners that you currently live in. And I think that a, a lot of a lot of in a, in a city like Chicago, there's a lot that means a lot of things to a lot of different neighborhoods. So we're just you know, it, help in the way that we can. Here's what I love about this. It's no secret. Times are hard for everyone right now. Times are hard for small businesses. Right. I'm, I mean, empirical isn't exactly printing money during a pandemic. Right. Doing an initiative like this, where you're turning over profits and putting them back in the community. It's, it, it feels like the right thing to do, but I know it's not an easy thing to do. You know, it, it, thank you for saying that. Uh, I was surprised how much support there was for this 
immediately. And it wasn't, I, I, I'm not the person who brought it to the table. This was a, a community decision and it all happened quickly. And it felt like such a, a correct decision and like such a right thing to do. Uh, you know, we have six main production beers that we do year round and then a, a ton of other special releases. You know, we're like, this, this feels like the right thing to do to make it its own special release right now in the middle of all of this nonsense. Let's do something positive that people can hopefully resonate with that, you know, is, is going to yield a positive result. The company is supported by the community. Why not yeah. reinvest in the community? Let's talk about what makes Empirical lovable. It's the fact yes. that it is a brewery by nerds for nerds. Everything yes. about Empirical is just nerdy. It's right. Uh, so Bill, who, who's not on this call, um, I, I want to read, you know this very well. You probably wrote this for all I know, uh, the bio on the website about Bill. He had the crazy notion that he would enjoy being an entrepreneur, creating jobs and giving back to the community. He also loved the idea of making everyone call him overlord and bowing when he entered the room. However, running the brewery has aged him terribly. That right there. Like, I want, I want to drink that man's beer. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's an amazing guy. Uh, you know, he, he has a, he's, got a, he's got a kid named Nate who, I mean, look, Empirical, uh, you know, as much as a place that serves alcohol can be, we're a family establishment. We don't have a kitchen, so we're, we're family and dog friendly. Uh, when we could open our doors, which was, you know, in our recent history, uh, we were able, we, you know, you, you could bring your family and hang out all day. Uh, and, and, and it's definitely a priority. It's a family company. Uh, Bill is a, he's a great guy. He, he wrote an incredible statement and, and, and toward the end of, of what you were saying about, uh, what makes empirical lovable. It is a brewery for nerds by nerds. We say we're exploring the science of beer. And that means that all of the beers that you see that are our main production beers are on their 12th, 13th, 14th, maybe 15th recipe edition the they get tweaked moment by moment day by day week by week and our head brewers jacob and julia uh who are both incredible resources to people who are in the home brewing community here in chicago uh they do an amazing job of reevaluating our recipes at every level so that's part of what we when we say we're exploring the science of beer it goes down to every single recipe uh and every additive we you'll see you know, additions of our beer that are re-released with a new fruit additive just on a random schedule uh, because our brewers have a true passion for redefining recipes, for redefining the science of beer, and for providing a variety of types. One of the things we pride ourselves on is providing more than just, you know, an IPA and a lager. We have two huge brewing systems and we have a couple of smalling, smaller brewing systems, which allow us to do things like brew kettle sours alongside of IPAs, hazy IPAs, lagers, uh, cream ale, which is our flagship beer. Well, and you do, you do things like a wormwood pale ale. Like, yes. Is that, is that the sort of thing where if I drink that, I, I see my animal guide? <laughs> So that one actually is the one that, that's the, that's our cream ale. So it's it's this one wormwood to rule them all is printed on the side of the can uh, because we have an eye towards nerddom as always. So we wanted to tip our hat uh, to Lord of the Rings, but it, it's not going to make you it's not going to make you see the stars. However, it is one of our most popular beers. We've been brewing that beer the longest of any other beer we've ever made. So that 
cream ale has won us gold medals at the great american beer festival uh but again it is it's been reviewed again and again and again and definitely changed over the years so we never say anything is finished uh and that's a part of the appeal when you come to the empirical tap room and try any of the 29 beers on draft you absolutely never know what you're going to find if you're going to find a new variant we brew wild ales which are bottled typically uh they're also sometimes on draft uh and that's a totally different brewing style so we have an incredible array of beer for the uh casual beer drinker but also yeah. for the more developed beer palate so we like to pride ourselves on having a little something for everyone here's how nerdy you are as you're describing the process of you know doing 12 13 different iterations of a certain beer the very little I know about software product development, it works like that. They put so they they go to market with something, and then they have a, an agile team that that makes adjustments on the fly as the market reacts. That is the nerdiest thing. Yeah, and it, it seems like the same philosophy. It is. We have what's called Firkin Fridays. Uh, when our brew our our head brewing staff, they basically make a new beer every single week with a new flavor additive or maybe it's a variant on an old recipe and that's exactly what you're talking about they're just market testing a new idea and oftentimes those things when they put them in the tap room and they fly out of the kegs and we say you know what wow that's a keeper those become uh, a next production item and that's happened several times we are always testing new beers we are never without a new project on the horizon and that is absolutely the philosophy of the brewery this is this is Willy Wonka's factory, uh, yeah, and all the beers, absolutely. of course, have scientific names. Uh, the yes. award-winning, highly delicious IPA Proton, which is you mentioned IPA, and it's worth mentioning Proton. It's my favorite one of the mix. There you go. And then uh, I'm looking at some of the experimentals. Uh, the smoked rye sounds yes. kind of sexy. Yes. Oh yeah, the sexiest. Look, we have, and that's that's I believe the Imperial Stout. The smoke dry imperial stout. Yeah, sorry, I, I think my screen just froze. So, oh yeah, no, no worries, you're fine. Uh, we do, we do, uh, we have two different stouts. We have an oatmeal stout and we have an imperial rye stout, and we do flavor variants all the time. We've done black pecan pie flavor additives. We have, we did a buffalo trace barrel version, and it's one of our one of our uh, beers that is such a nuanced flavor flavor profile that. When you add different barrels or you add different flavor additives, it really pops. So that's one that you'll see in all kinds of different varieties. It's a crowd favorite, especially during wintertime. I bet. Yeah. And you have a hard seltzer right now. We do. We had for a while a lime hard seltzer, which was very popular. Uh, we ran out of that batch and then we made a grapefruit seltzer, which has been, people have been absolutely loving it. We're considering putting it in a can. Uh, you know, the popularity of seltzers, but this one tastes incredible. Uh, it's a nice hazy color, so it's not quite clear. And, and, and to me with, with seltzers, the, the thing I like to avoid is kind of that sweet aspartame flavor. This yeah. is all fruit, 100% fruit added. So really, really a nice crisp and uh, sessionable summertime seltzer. So we're See, I, I love a good grapefruit soda. I love a fresca. Mm, uh, oh, yeah. I think squirt is of that ilk as well. I was so going to say is, squirt, but I wasn't sure if that counts. I, th I think it, we'll, we'll, we'll accept it. <laughs> Squirt's in. Uh, but yeah, th this would be next level. And yeah, if it's, it's, if it's like legitimately fruity and not that mm -hmm. aspartame-y, I bet right. that's awesome. 
right? Really tart, front of the mouth, nice and tart. Um, and it gives you kind of that, you know, that um, salivation right in the corners as uh -huh. well. Really, really tart and delicious. People have been loving it. it. Pairs really well with spicy and salty foods. Why are we having this conversation after you're closed for the night? You know what? Good question. <laughs> we uh, we just had our first live patio bingo session. Wow. Uh, we used to do bingo every Tuesday night. It was a huge, huge crowd favorite for us. This was the first time uh, in months that we ran bingo. I also host all of our events, so I was running it. Uh, our tap room manager was running around like crazy trying to service everyone on the patio. So I decided to give her a break and uh, turn tail and head home so that I could do this call with you rather than awesome on the premises and and keep bothering her you know there are people who are very just dead serious about bingo like they'll show up <laughs> yeah a lot of show people up, come to our bingo night <laughs> yeah they'll show up with their daubers and they, they, they are not fucking around like no, these no. are the people who have all the cards splayed in front of them like they're, they're not single card focused yep. they, they 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 come to win and we we let people who who bring a dog because we're dog friendly we let them play an extra card for their dog so these people will bring <laughs> all the dogs that they can. And they did a lot of people come with those daubers and they are just plopping away. So it's honestly, it's such a, it's a, it's the perfect activity to be doing on a patio. Oh, yeah. We are, we really feel like even though everything has been horrible, that's been a really silver lining for us. We finally got our aldermen to agree us having outdoor seating for where we are. So the neighborhood's been loving it. We're psyched on that. So we're going to keep Listen, going in that direction. Everything is hard and weird right now. We need, we need fun. We need escape. We, we need community. We sure do. Absolutely. Completely. And that's and, been the benefit. Absolutely. All right. So again, right now, uh, tomorrow, when you open 10, 11, we noon? open at noon every day, except for <laughs> okay. Monday. You're closed on Monday. Yeah. So, so tomorrow at noon, someone can run by over there at uh, Foster and Ravenswood, get the new style community logger. Again, all the proceeds going to, uh, Brave Space Alliance in my block, my hood, my city, which is awesome. I think it's super cool you're doing that. Thank you very and, much. Um, aside from Empirical Brewery, what's on the horizon for Handsome Naked? So Handsome Naked is currently recording our next album. We have several singles on the way. We just released one not too long ago, sort of at the beginning of quarantine. Uh, and we have about three or four more singles and music videos coming over the next few months nice. that we think people are going to really like. And we also have a TV pilot that we shot and have completely finished editing, which will be released pretty soon. We're not exactly sure with whom or where, but more information on that soon. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, thank well, you well, very good, much. good luck on all that stuff. And uh, thanks for thank chatting you. tonight. James, uh, thank you so much for having me. I'm going to wrap up the Facebook Live. Thank you, everybody, who's been watching and for listening, et cetera. Uh, hang on. How do I do this? There.